Hey, this is Nate from Central Districts, and this is podcast episode number 21. And uh, joining me tonight is Greg Newman. Newman, sorry, not Newman. <laughs> it's okay. You're not the first to make the mistake. Um, well, you probably are a new man. Um, <laughs> but uh, Greg uh, recently purchased a, uh, a controversial bike. Um, depending on which side of the fence you're on, but he had some pretty good, re- compelling reasons to make the purchase. And uh, if you follow Greg's prolific Instagram account, you can see many, many instances of him uh, using this. So we're uh, with no further ado, Greg. What'd you buy? Um, I purchased the Kona E Ute, which is a Bosch-powered electric assist cargo bike. And why did you buy it? Um, we just had a our first child almost four months ago now, and I wanted a bike that I could put a kid on and have a little bit of extra room on there, and this was probably the ticket for that. And uh, it was also there to replace my car, which I sold four and a half years ago at this point, I want to say. So looking for something to be a little bit more utilitarian over my other bikes. Yeah, I guess I want to let people know that Greg is a one-car family. Him and the yeah. wife, well, basically the wife just has the car and Greg has no car. Correct. And <laughs> in your typical coming and going and running errands and do stuff, how do you how do you do that? Um, I, well, we live in downtown Grand Rapids, so I can do almost all of it by bicycle. So I commute to work every day when I am in the office, but as we know right now, we are work from home status. So not a whole mm-hmm. lot of commuting. I do, uh, I can do smaller grocery runs on the other bikes that I own. And other than that, I kind of wait for car access in the evening if I need to run a larger errand. But at the end of the day, it's my wife's car, not my car. <laughs> and that, Yeah, and that's worked pretty well for the last <laughs> four years or so. Yeah. Yeah, we've been doing that for quite a while here, and we've had no major hiccups with that system. And I'm just kind of leading people to the discussion a little bit. So now having a child, yes, um, that changed life. Uh, yes, it and, does. <laughs> uh, you know, the people that were just joining us on the podcast, there was a little pre-podcast banter about baby puke and other things, and um, <laughs> you all missed that. We're going to save you those details. But um, so now, Greg, you've had this you now what for about three weeks, four weeks, four weeks probably. So you've had a fair amount of time to suss it out. Um, yes. And I know you were looking at other bikes. Can you kind of, like, describe or walk us through your – your? I mean, ultimately, I kind of know why you bought the bike, but not everybody else does. So so we were uh, – once we found out child inbound, I said, I think I'm going to buy a cargo bike, and my wife was okay with that. So we had the green light to go. And I debated very long on the front load style, which would be more of a, you know, the bike Fiat, the Dutch style, and then the rear load. And what it came down to was my wife looked at pictures of both and she goes, I would ride uh, the longer bike, the rear load, 
Um, I would not ride one with a giant cargo bed in front of you. I just couldn't couldn't ride a you know seven foot of bicycle in front of me. So that kind of swayed the decision one way to say we could get something that she could also ride. And then the big discussion came up of e assist or no e assist, and that's where you know everything you read will tell you one thing or the other. Um, we kind of just fell into an e assist model, and that's where we're at, and it is a lot of fun. So, um, I know there's been some pros, you know, some pitfalls. There's been some, some cons. Like, what? I mean, I like again. I Greg has a pretty interesting Instagram feed. If you ever want to be entertained, <laughs> um, and so there's a lot of pictures on his Instagram of how he's using the U. Um, so, yep. just talk about how you know some, some how you've been using it thus far. Um, number one would be. I am using my ship grocery service less. I am doing my own grocery shopping because instead of right now, or I used to could only really go to Martha's Vineyard over by my house and pick up my groceries and small doses. But now I can ride my bike all the way across town, go hit Bridge Street Market, pick up about 100, 150 pounds worth of groceries that'll last me two weeks, load it in the bike and ride it home without breaking a sweat. And notable on that route, what hill do you go up? I uh, I climb Fountain Street Hill over by the college. So that is a pretty steep hill. You know, even when you're in great shape, you, it's a slow chug up it, I think. Uh, right now I can do that with a load of groceries at 18 to 20 mile an hour and not even feel it. And how much do you think the groceries weigh? Oh, I had well over 100 pounds in there. I had watermelons. I had my gallons of milk. I had my frozen meat. I think that's just an amazing kind of feat there. Um, yeah. I've also seen you uh, deliver bikes. Yeah. So the bike, uh, the one I chose, came with a couple of very large paneers. So take your average paneer and put about eight of them together, and that's how big one of these are. And I can take uh, take a little rubber strap. Uh, drop the front wheel in one of the little pannier bags, rubber strap it to the rack that's built onto the back of this bike, and I can tow a bike. So I've delivered a couple of bikes this way. So I gave a friend a tune-up the other day, dropped it right off at her house. It's an interesting video. Uh, and by the way, <laughs> always wear a helmet, Greg. But anyhow. <laughs> I um, know, I know. <laughs> I know that there's a couple of features on this bike that were unexpected. And You've mentioned them to me, and that one was the walking mode. Uh, oh, yeah. So when you leave Bridge Street Market, you got about a 20-yard walk out to the road. Cause it's, they got the bike racks actually in a nice spot right by the front door. I wonder who designed that. Um, that was me. But anyhow, <laughs> once, you load, once you load up your bike, uh, it has walk assist mode. So you hit a little button on the handlebar. So even when that thing is loaded with groceries, It'll self-move itself before you mount it to pedal away and ride it. So with the pedal assist or the Bosch Bosch motor on there, you still have to pedal. So it only gives you helping force. Makes sense. Makes sense. Plus, that's a lot easier to wheel around 100 pounds or so yeah. of groceries. And, you know. Yeah, and I... I'm still a few months away from putting a kit on that back rack, but once we have, you know, a little additional weight back there, I'm sure it'll be very helpful. No, probably the kit and the groceries. <laughs> yes, that's the goal here. Huh, maybe you should start Ubering and you could pick people up and uh, 
I, I have not the, uh, I have not put a full size adult on the back yet, but I'm sure it would do it without a problem. And now it's gone through the wife test as well. Uh yeah, so uh the day I brought it home, she looked at it and goes, Well, can I ride it? So we took the seat, lowered it down, fits her pretty good, and she took it around the block a couple of times, which has a nice hill climb on it, and she was giggling the whole way. Super fun to ride, she said. And I think that just makes it an easy sail right there. Um, yeah. So the big thing is, like, when she was riding, goes it rides just like a normal bike. Like, you don't think it's an extra two feet longer than most bikes. That, and for people that aren't familiar, it's, it's, the Kona Ute is a little bit of a long wheelbase bike to begin with. Um, it's always been a cargo bike, and now they've converted it to an e-Ute. Um, so compared to a standard bike, it's it has a wheelbase that's a couple inches longer. I'm not exactly sure what it is, but it is noticeably long. Yes. <laughs> well, we've talked about all the, the good things. What's the bad? Um, well, we talked about this. Uh, on the bike itself, Kona decided not to put any water bottle mounts, so I need to come in and visit you to find a way to mount some water bottles on this thing. Um, the other bad is when you choose a Bosch system, it is very, very difficult to work on if you have any issues with the computer system. Um, there are only a handful of certified techs in all of Michigan, I believe. But they are considered the bulletproof standard once they actually do work. Yeah, yeah. Um, so what do you think about winter use? Winter use, I am excited for that. So I have been a winter commuter for the last four years. Um, this past winter, I ended up putting snow tires on my Dr. Dew that I commute to work on, and it worked great uh, compared to a mountain bike. And those tires will hook right up to this bicycle. So I'm very excited for winter use. Are you going to do tubeless? Uh, <laughs> I don't know about that with, uh, with snow tires and only being on for, you know, four months. Uh, probably not. Maybe after we, we've done the uh, snow riding, I'll convert it to tubeless, but right now we're going to hold off. Okay. Okay. I'm just trying to remember, trying to think through some of the comment or some of the conversations you've had with this bike, but, uh, for a lot of people, e-bikes are taboo and, um, I'm not even going to go down the wormhole of the uh, <laughs> rabbit hole of off-road use, but clearly for cargo and on use, you know, e-bikes have a great place. Um, uh, as a as a car replacement, which is more so what I'm using this bike for, I think it's perfect. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I have, and I'm not calling you old, Greg, but I, I, we have sold a few e-bikes at the shop, and they've... <laughs> usually been um, retired and often didn't ride and just wanted to be able to get out and do some stuff, and they're doing it. You're really the first, like, under 40 customer I can buy. <laughs> I mean, I can just look at it go, go, once you put some weight on there, you're going to be screaming for help. And right now it just mm-hmm. takes away the whole misery of riding. Because to, as today, I did a lunchtime loop around Reed's Lake on my uh, one of my other bikes, and it was muggy as daylight out, come back all sweaty. But tonight, had to do a small grocery run, so I popped on the e-bike and rode that over to Martha's and loaded up one of the paneers. And it was just 
super satisfying not to go out, not to have to work up a sweat, not have to worry about getting there. Is there a USB port on there? Yeah, so um, on the head computer, so it comes with a computer that gives you your speedo, your four different levels of boost or pedal assist. Um, it has a USB port, so if you want to charge up your phone while riding it, you can do that. Um, if you want to charge up your lights, you don't have to worry about it because it comes with built-in front and rear lights. Oh, that's right, that's right. Yeah, huh. they run off the built-in battery pack. And they give you a nice little charger for that. I got mounted out in the garage, so plug it in. And I think on turbo mode, where it'll let you climb hills at 20 mile an hour, it'll do 30-ish miles, it says, because it gives you a range. And then the eco mode is the mid-60s, it tells me. I've yet to put any of these to the test, though, but we will. How are you just kind of putting on a charger when you're done, or are you? how are um, you? Right now. Since I'm not like I'm not going out and putting killer miles on it right now, it's just little errands around town. I charge it once a week, so I've taken it down to about twenty percent a few times, and then plug it in one night and charge it back up. But I can usually anticipate what my errands are for the next day or two. So um, when I'm only putting on eight or ten miles at a time, we can wait a few days. Gotcha. And, and for anybody that doesn't know, Greg, he is a highly organized individual. Um, <laughs> as opposed to Nate, who is not a very organized individual. Um, but whenever I have technical kind of things, I go to Greg because he's my organized guy. Yeah, um, I try. I try. <laughs> and then um, I think uh, popularity of these are just going to keep growing. And um, yes, people will, you know, it's interesting that this been more embraced in Europe, and it's a kind of a slow go in the states where you figure that the obesity rate is so large um, that we'd be desperate to get people out to ride anything for exercise, but it would tend to be a judgmental kind of community as well. Um, I thank you for your time, Greg. And oh, um, No problem. I think uh, we would like to talk with you maybe uh, in a little bit just to see how things are going, and especially during winter to see how the commute's going. Yeah, especially once I get this kid on the back, too. We'll see how uh, see if it all works out to plan. Uh, somehow I feel like it will. But, you know, there's always, <laughs> like, a wrinkle here and there. Yeah, we'll figure it out, though. Cool. Well, um, hey, for anybody that – what is your Instagram, Greg? Is it Greg, Greg that Newland? Greg dot Newland. So yeah, you can see some shots uh, of uh, this bike on there. Every time I take it out, I usually post something to my story, but uh, we're having a lot of fun with it. Yeah. So for anybody that wants to kind of see his news or how you know practical it is, um, Greg's a great doc documenter of life <laughs> on Instagram, and uh, there's a lot there to see. Um, so with <laughs> well, thank that, you. thanks for joining us, Greg, and. Um, Everybody that's been listening in, thanks for listening in. We'll catch you at the next podcast. Thanks.